Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast, After Sight. I am your host, Ken Street. And I, as always, I want to thank Audio Information Network of Colorado for all their incredible work that they do in the background that makes this podcast available to everybody week after week after week. You hear my voice, but they're the ones that actually do the hard work on the back end. Today's guest is Joe Weber, and he is from an incredible application called Be My Eyes. It's a free app. And when we come back, Joe's going to share the incredible story of how this technology came about and how it's making the world a much more accessible place for people just like me and the rest of the people who are blind and visually impaired out there. So hang on. We'll be right back with Joe. You're listening to Aftersight with Penn Street, an AINC original podcast. If you enjoy what you hear, please visit AINcolorado.org for more shows, news, and articles read by our amazing staff and volunteers. If you have a question for Penn or would like to recommend a guest for future shows, please visit AINcolorado.org slash podcast dash guest. And now here's your host, Penn Street. Joe, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Penn. It's great to be here. Thanks. I know you are a crazy busy guy. So thank you so much for taking time today. I do like to start the podcast off with just some goofy questions so the audience <laughs> get to know you just a little bit better and kind of the fun side before we dive right in. Let's do um, it. All right. The first question is, if you had a theme song, what would it be? Oh, my gosh. If I had a theme <laughs> song. Well, you know, I've been listening to that and this is just the first thing that popped to my head. So we're going to have to go with it. Yeah. Is the 80s smash hit by the outfield called Your Ooh. Love. And I don't your know, love. that song has really just been sticking with me lately. It's just so that's the one that timeless, right? That's just the first thing that came to mind. I'm going to go with it. <laughs> well, it sounds awesome. <laughs> sounds awesome. And I think our theme songs do change, you know, from time to time, depending on our our life path that we're exactly, in. Exactly, exactly. So, it's fluid. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Are you a cat person or a dog person? I am going to make a controversial statement and say, <laughs> deep down, I'm a little bit more of a cat person, more than anything oh. else. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Are you a steak and potatoes kind of guy or are you more of a quinoa and vegetables? I have been quinoa. How about quinoa and steak? We'll replace Ooh. the potatoes with quinoa, <laughs> so we're getting a healthier carbohydrate, but we're still getting that good protein. That's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Okay, well, we're going to dive right in because this this is an amazing topic. Um, I have lots of friends that use this application, and I will be honest, I have not used it until this morning. And the app is called Be My Eyes, and it's a free app. And I and I want to let everybody know that I was able to download it on my iPhone within just a couple of minutes. I was able to access one of the volunteers immediately, and it was it was so smooth and and easy to use that I, I was really really impressed. But could you tell us, Joe, like how did this idea? get started? I know it started in, you know, in Denmark in 2012, but how did it 
like what happened? Like what made this pop into somebody's head and, and how did it get to where it is today? Yeah. Yeah. And so glad you got to use it today and, and experience yeah. it firsthand. Back in, in, in Denmark, um, in, a, in a town or city called Our House, and uh, I apologize, Hans, if I pronounce that wrong. Um, our founder, <laughs> whose name is uh, Hans Weiberg, he, um, he's actually a wood craftsman by trade and has a condition um, called retinal pigmentosa, which uh, I'm sure you've heard of. Yes. And I believe for Hans, and again, Hans, I apologize if you're listening to this and this is slightly wrong, but um, I believe in his late teens, early 20s, was when he received the diagnosis um, of his condition. And, you know, as, as Hans describes it, a vision for him has just continued to, to narrow. But like so many people who use Be My Eyes or have a vision impairment or, or a blindness condition of some kind, um, you know, I think vision impairment is a much larger spectrum than certainly I understood and, and what many yes. people understand, right? It's not, yes. it's not black and white. It's not the the lights are out or they're on, right? It's so exactly. much, much more complex and and deep than that. And so for Hans, the the story goes that it was around, like you said, 2012. Um, this new tool called FaceTime was all of a sudden becoming more mm. ubiquitous on all of our phones. And yeah. for him, as he had a daughter who at that point had moved away to to college, and he just started kind of calling her occasionally to get help with just something around the house. His wife wouldn't be home and he needed to make sure, is this the, the kidney beans or the black beans? Or right. what is, is this milk expired? I, I want to pour it into my coffee, <laughs> but I want to make sure it's, it's right. Yeah. And I get, and as simple as it sounds, he just thought, hey, this should be easier. And I love that I can use technology to, of course, call a family member or friend, but what if I don't have a family member or friend to call? Right. Or what if I just don't want to? I don't, I don't want to bug right. them, even though I'm sure they'd be happy to help. So he just thought it'd be cool if we could use the video power of our phones, which technology had finally caught up to our, our ideals in that sense, and just get help whenever I needed as a blind person. So right. Hans pitched this idea at an event which in Denmark that I'll almost, it was, it was like a shark tank, you know, like that uh, CNBC yeah. show where yes, yes. A business leader or really anyone just pitches an idea and they take all the pressure of, hey, you don't have to be a business person. You don't have to know how this idea should work, but we'll fill the room with all of these entrepreneurs and young business minds who, if they like your idea and think, hey, this might have legs, we'll, we'll pair you up and maybe something can happen. And that's where he met Christian, um, Christian Erfurt, who is our uh, now chief evangelist um, and, and one of okay. the co-founders. And just together, they built um, with a small development team in Denmark, this free mobile app. And, you know, you can pretty much anyone can make an app if you want to, and you can put yeah. it on the app store. And that's what they did. But here's where things get interesting. <laughs> free app where, like you said, all you have to do is click one button and it connects to yeah. a volunteer. So someone yes. has to sign up on the other end to answer it. So when we put it out there, we had some relationships with some blindness organizations in Denmark and Hans, of course, knows everybody in the in the community and in his local town and city. So with that, when we launched it on the app store, um, almost overnight, I think we had about 10,000 people sign up. 
Um, wow. And that was through, I think we might've just got lucky with a couple of social media posts that just caught fire. And even yeah. to this day, it's so funny. Well, I'll see a TikTok um, of like uh, someone with, you know, 200,000 followers and they, right. they share, they post this whole front facing camera video talking about their experience, usually as a volunteer, as a sighted volunteer. And they say, right. oh my gosh, I just, I just took a call from someone who was blind and they needed help telling me, hey, is this a $10 bill or a $20 bill or a $1 bill? Right. And I just helped them and then it was poof, it was over. But it was like yeah. the coolest thing I've ever done. And then what oh. will happen is we'll have like all of their followers, right? The follower of that TikTok star will sign up for the app. And then, oh. or, you know, a blind influencer like um, Molly Burke. Um, hey, do you know who yes. Molly is? Yeah, I do, I do know who Molly is. Yeah. yeah, you know, and then Molly or Lucy Edwards or this whole new crop of young influencers who have some type of, you know, vision impairment or challenge. Yeah. Um, they've also just become an incredible voice because they have millions of followers. And right. so... It, all of a sudden, after you know a couple of years, we had a, a million volunteers and a hundred thousand users. And now, fast wow. forward to today, um, we are, I think, considered maybe because we're the only one, but that's okay too. The largest online blindness community um, in the entire world. So wow. I think, like I said at the beginning, right now we have over six million volunteers. So that's over wow. six million sighted people who have signed right. up for Be My Eyes with the simple intention of saying, hey, if I'm not busy and I see that notification comes to my phone that you have an incoming call from Be My Eyes, that you can answer it and, and get right. help from that person. So, so, and now we have, sorry, 6 million plus volunteers and also uh, over 400,000 users. So blind, low vision. 400,000 plus one today for me. Plus one, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that number is always ticking up. So wow. with, with that being said, the app is used in over 180 or 175 countries. Wow. With people speaking on the app to each other, real people, over yeah. 180 different languages. Wow. So that was going to be my question for you. <laughs> wonderful. Um, yeah. Is because I, I, I used to travel a ton internationally before COVID um, and haven't done since then, but I do have plans of traveling. I was going to ask you about that. If I'm, you know, in Italy and I, can I use be my, my eyes there and have somebody translate what's on the menu for me? <laughs> exactly. You absolutely can. So wow. how it's actually working when so, Penn, from your perspective, when you downloaded mm -hmm. the app, one, want to let everyone know it, it's totally free. Um, yes. We aren't spamming you with advertising. We're not selling your data. Um, it really is just a pure service to, to help the community. Um, I'll get into the business model later, which is kind of the fun yeah. part. What happens is you put in your email and you select what language you speak. And yes. what we are tracking when you click that call volunteer button is what happens is we send out a notification to about 20 different volunteers at the same time. And they're all volunteers who, of course, speak English. And right. they're probably, especially because we're in the United States and we have so many volunteers and users here, um, 
it's probably going to someone in your time zone. But if you were in Italy, for example, it might go to someone in the UK, or maybe there just happens to be an Italian English speaking Be My Eyes user. Um, And I say that because we have an Italian speaking Be My Eyes volunteer on the team (laughs) uh, who works for us. And and they might pick up the phone instead. So okay. the, the beauty of it going out to 20 people and the reason why, like you said, you received a call so quickly or it got picked up so quickly is because it becomes this race to answer your phone the fastest. So actually the oh. biggest, um, you know, the biggest <laughs> complaint, if I'll call it that we get from our volunteers is people just want more calls um, wow. because r- the ratio is great for our users, right? The 6 million to 400,000. But it's also kind of a fun challenge for us right now to find out how do we give people who are sighted even more opportunities to to volunteer and give back. And I think the real answer there is we need to grow this community to much more than 400,000, which we're working on in a few different ways, which we can can get into that as well. Yes, because I mean, I have a friend right now who just moved to Idaho and she's really struggling because, you know, she's on her own. She's blind. Mm. And so she keeps calling me, asking me for resources and services. And after I downloaded the app this morning, I was like, I, Trisha has got to download this app. Gosh, you're going to make me cry. It's still so beautiful. I I love that. And I hope we can help her too. Um, Yeah. And, And when I called, the, after I downloaded the app, the the woman who sounded absolutely lovely, she answered on the third ring. So it happened very quickly, the connection. Right. And if you're listening to this and you are or want to become a volunteer, how it works is when you, you sign up just like Penn does, you put in your email mm-hmm. and you also select what language or language is you can speak. If you are mm-hmm. bilingual or, or more, I would also, I would encourage you to put your availability in multiple languages because it actually gives you a higher chance that you'll receive a call, right? Because if you're a talented Spanish speaker or something else, ultimately we still, I think our biggest percentage of users is still English speaking, even though we have 180 languages represented. So it just basically increases your chances of, of maybe getting a call. Um, And then, but the same thing, if you see that notification come through, as a volunteer on your phone that says you have an incoming Be My Eyes call, it really is a race to pick it up as quickly as you mm. can because someone is probably going to answer it before you, hence the the just the yeah. three rings <laughs> and you got a call. But yeah. the good thing too about that is if you see a call is coming through and I don't know, you're in the car or you're in a meeting and can't answer it, you know you're not leaving that person hanging because right. guaranteed someone else will pick up that call for you. Okay. So I, I have a question for you, Joe, because I've been asked this question. I've had discussions about, you know, applications, poss- you know, similar to this or, and I, I've been asked, is it safe? So if I'm, I'm on this corner and I, and I'm not totally sure where I, I'm in a general idea of where I am, but if I get a call or, you know, I call to be my eyes, figure out where I am, which direction I'm supposed to go. Are, are the volunteers vetted in any way? Yeah, so it's a great question. And so it, what what happens is our terms of use are actually pretty pretty simple. And you just have to be over the age of 17 to, to use okay. the service in general. And But frankly, if you, you know, accept our terms of use, 
um, pretty much anyone can sign up. And I know to say we don't quote unquote vet the volunteers um, can be at, at first a little like startling, you know, to some folks, especially yeah. how we're used to using so many shareable technologies, right? Whether it's right. Uber or social media. But yeah. all I can say is the the platform and this experience is on it has spoken for itself in that right. even though this is a cohort of over 6 million people who have signed up, um, the, the issues that arise on the app have never been related to a volunteer, you know, misleading a, a person in, okay. in any capacity. I know there's probably a more politically correct answer there or a more um, legal friendly answer, but it's just an example coming from a very cynical person being myself of social media working in a really genuine way because it's just, you know, it's a free service and it's just to say, do you want to provide your vision? And of course that's limited in what you can help with, right? And our terms of use kind of show what you can use that for and what you can't. We obviously don't want you pen to, you know, show your credit card, right? Or something like that. But regardless, even if something did, if something in your phone screen, which is being projected, did come in the background, right, that you didn't necessarily want that person to see. The good news is that all of our calls are totally encrypted. So once when, like when you called today, and that Mm -hmm. woman picked up the phone and answered your call, um, yeah. maybe she introduced herself, maybe she didn't, but there's no expectation to share any information. And in fact, we advise against it about who you are when you're using the Be My okay. Eyes app, right? And, and then once that call hangs up, you don't really, you don't know who you spoke to. She didn't know right. who she spoke to and she okay. has no way of like following up with you or, you know, there's no after the call ends, you both just get an opportunity to to rate the quality of the call. And on right. either end, that's one of our safeguards we do have is if you thought that the volunteer was acting inappropriately or any way or vice versa, you know, they can right. report that. And actually, that goes directly to Hans, who still works okay. every day on our team. And we mm-hmm. as a team just kind of, you know, review that report. And if we right. do find that someone violated our terms we'll remove them from the platform, but yeah, you know, just like Uber, Uber, it, Lyft. Exactly. It's but, the same but, thing. You know, with Uber and Lyft even, and not to, not to throw shade at either of those companies, but you know, you, the Uber driver knows, sees your profile, right? You know, yeah. they, 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 they have some information about you and vice versa. And, and I would say this is, oh. you know, exponentially safer, safer <laughs> because well. and of course they can't drive you around but <laughs> right, you know it, right. it, in terms of how our technology works we just don't want this to be about anything other than providing a quick convenient support for someone who needs it yeah and i'm because when i when i have been on a dark corner late at night not knowing where i am I, I do what Hans did, which is I FaceTime with somebody I know, sure. so which I hate doing because I'm a very independent person. But right. I feel like it's more dangerous for me to stand there on the corner, obviously not knowing where I am or where to go is way more dangerous than making a call to be my eyes um, to find out 
the safe way I should get out of there. Joe, I did have another question for you. Um, And this actually came up the other day. So when you're blind or visually impaired, you usually either have a cane in one hand or a guide dog handle in the in one hand, Mm -hmm. which only leaves you one hand. Is Be My Eyes ever going to have the option of a hands-free, like, um, or or can, maybe the technology's already out there, I don't know, but like something like a camera, you just a little camera you could attach to your glasses or your, or a sure. little clip on your coat or something like that. I don't, yeah. that, I don't know if that technology, act, but it, it's like, especially when you're walking, you already lose one of your hands because the cane right. or the dog. Yeah. So we, and there are a ton of really cool and innovative companies that are what I would call more in like the wearable space that oh, okay. are doing just that. And um, the the one example, um, there's there's eSight and then there's a company called Orcam um, that oh, both okay. kind of have that intention, right, of an actual kind of wearable device. Um, we don't have any integrations at this point with any of those companies, but we that's absolutely something you know we'd be interested in. I will say just practically for how the app is used now, um, I will say if you're talking to a volunteer on your phone mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a two-way audio, one-way video connection, of course, right? So yeah. you're yeah. hearing each other, but only the only thing being seen is or projected is the rear-facing camera of the blind user's phone. That being said, right. what I say, and it depends, of course, on the use case or the reason why you're reaching out, but what sometimes we'll have is like I'll a volunteer or one of our company partners, which I can get into a little bit is um, we'll ask the user just to maybe set down their phone for a second and you can still talk to that person. Or even if you were trying to navigate something on your phone and you could be using the voiceover function on iPhone or talk back or something like that, um, you can, that person can still talk to you um, and, and help you kind of walk through a situation even oh, if you have the okay. phone set down. So that, that the okay. audio portion is always there, even if the, the camera's shaky or maybe you're not getting good connection depending on where you're located. Oh, um, that's and, good to know. So at least you do have that option in the short term. Um, but okay. absolutely, and both, both making it easier to call in, use the app hands-free, and then also, frankly, the, the biggest barrier for us at this point is um, finding a way to get more smartphones into the hands yeah. of blind low vision people. Because right now we yeah. are a little hindered by the fact that you need to have a smartphone and probably yeah. some level of technology, technological savvy to use an app, even though I, I do think our app is is simple and you can speak to that better than I can to, to right. use. But you do have oh, to have some I, tech was... savvy, you know? Yeah, it to me it was super easy to use. Um, it was really easy to use. I was going to ask: Is there an option to have it through your computer? Yeah, not yet. So the, okay. the reason why is because what we were really talking about is like a screen share option, right? Like right. an opportunity right. for someone to see your screen. So the tough yeah. part is back to kind of our safety approach of making everything yeah. encrypted. We've had to so far kind of walk this fine line where we want to offer support, but do it in a way where we feel our users are the most protected. 
So we haven't opened that can of worms of, you know, going into the the screen share world. But as I'll kind of share with some of our other company partners we have now, um, I think this the sky is the limit for us. I mean, we grew we grew this community so big, and what we're working on now is just to to take it a step further and make go take this from just um, a convenient and and cool app to something that is I think can be a part of everyone's everyday life um, who has some type of vision challenge. Hey, everybody, this is Jonathan Price, the podcast producer for AINC. And on behalf of Penn Street, I wanted to thank you for listening to Aftersight with Joe Weber and Be My Eyes. Uh, if you want to experience the app for yourself, check out Be My Eyes on the iPhone or Android devices or visit BeMyEyes.com for more information. Next week, please join us as we address some of the specialty companies that Be My Eyes is partnering with to make uh, your life easier. If you're coming on the No Barriers hike this weekend, we'll see you on the mountain. And please come say hello to myself, Evan, Kim, and Penn as we'll be at the Story Booth table on Saturday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Remember, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. It's good for your soul.